I'm your host Harman, and we are here with Brody. Hi, Brody. Hey, Harman. Great to great to uh, talk to you. Yeah, uh, it's a pleasure to having you here. And Brody is a Islam fan, and he is here with me to discuss our next feature. Uh, he is not far away. Uh, you understand Islam. So, Brody, uh, how you become an Islam fan? Um, yeah, I, as an American, you know, we don't really grow up with, with the game, I feel like in the same way, like a lot of other people do. So I came in kind of late, um, in my life, I was like 18. I just started college. I didn't really even love sports that much and at all, but, um, my roommates at the time, they really got me into FIFA at first and I, I didn't know which teams to pick and stuff. And so, um, funny enough, you know, I, they kind of pointed me towards AC Milan because back then we were, we were such a great team and it really stuck with me and um, I'm the type of person that you know once I pick a team and once I, I say you know once I'm dedicated to a team I never want to drop them so I got in at probably just the wrong time um, considering everything that's happened over the past eight years or so since I've been a fan but um, I, I'm still happy to be an AC Milan fan even today especially today. Well you I think you have to thank your friend because uh, he just uh, <laughs> motivate to uh, you are supporting a great team uh, club like AC Milan is a rich club in history they won seven champions league they have a lot of legends of the game so uh, in uh, first of all this season uh, AC Milan were leading they were uh, at top of the table but now they are trailing behind uh, what is lacking mm-hmm. uh, why are not delivering uh, uh, is the Poli right man? He's the right manager for Islam. What do you think? Yeah. Um, yes and no. I, I mean, I'm I'm happy that we have Pioli. I, I've been happy with Pioli since pretty much the moment he came in. Um, and at this moment, you know, I, I still think there's obviously the strong possibility that we're still going to make Champions League. Um, and if we get that top four spot. Um, I'll be extremely happy with Pioli. Uh, he kept us in first from basically week one all the way up through the middle of February this year, which is, I think is no small feat. Um, we, we dealt with injuries, especially beginning in like November and December. Um, and that's been kind of a problem recurring since then. Um, but yeah, I, I, I've been impressed. I think he's probably the best manager we've had since, um, since Allegri left. And, you know, some guys will point to Gattuso as well. You know, I, I won't say anything. I, I liked Gattuso, but um, we did miss out on Champions League that year um, for whatever reason. So I, I think I'll remain happy with Pioli um, as long as we get that top four spot. Um, but if we don't, I'm okay with also, you know, starting some kind of rebuild, um, bringing in a new coach, maybe with a new um, and starting back from the ground up. So I, I guess we'll have to see what happens. Barry, uh, what are the things, uh, what is lacking in AC Milan team? They are not consistent in winning games. Uh, what are the reasons behind this? Um, well, <laughs> probably multiple reasons. I think most Milan fans will be the first to tell you that it's injury. 
Uh-huh. You know, we, we especially with guys like Ibra, Benacer was out for um, quite a while there. He came back in but got re-injured. And so he, he really spent a good two to three months out, missed all those games. Um, and he was kind of the, the focal point of our midfield. So that, that was a huge blow. Um, and we've had other nagging injury problems here and there um, that's caused guys to miss um, a game or two. And so it, it really, you know, up until maybe one or two weeks ago, um, it felt like we went about four months without actually fielding um, our proper starting 11, our best starting 11. So it was kind of a mix and match. Um, and, and I think that was a big part of it. But I also want to say, you know, I, I don't want to write it all off to injury because every team will have to deal with injury problems at some point um, during the season. I think a big thing for this team specifically is, is this is where the youth comes in. Um, we have a very young team, one of the youngest in Europe, I, I believe right now. If you take out Ibrahimovic and Kier, then we, we've got an extremely young team. Most guys are, are in the 21 or, or less range. So uh, I, I think when you are that young, uh, you lack a little bit of the same kind of uh, mentality uh, that can lead to getting consistent results. Um, and I mean, you know, the kind of mentality that allows you to shake off a really bad loss um, and, and just move on, forget about it, and approach the next game without that in the back of your mind. Uh, I, I think when you're a young player and you're playing on the biggest stage in the biggest teams in the world, um, and, and we have quite a rabid fan base as well, so these guys are, are always under constant pressure. And I think uh, once those bad results started to come back in, kind of starting with that Juve game in, uh, against you guys in January, uh, it, it was just hard for them to get back into that mentality. Um, and so it... That, that's also been a big blow to us as well, the way I see it. Uh, yeah, buddy, uh, the next game is uh, versus Juventus. And you're, uh, I think, one of the best players, Donnarumma, and he's linked with Juventus. He wants to leave. Uh, what do you think? He should leave, uh, or if he leaves, who will be the preferred replacement for Donnarumma? Uh, so. The, to the first question, I guess, whether he should leave, of course, I want to say no. Um, you know, he, he's been the bright spot on our <laughs> team since, uh, two, I mean, came in and he pretty much got that starting position right away. And that was, I think, that was five years ago now. So he, he's been pretty much the best player on our, on our team, the most consistent player since that time. Um, he got us through some, some really dark seasons where we didn't make Champions League, but at least we knew that we had um, a really bright young talent to kind of build around. Um, so yes, I, I want him to stay, but at the same time, um, I'm already getting pretty tired of this uh, this saga, <laughs> this renewal thing. Uh, uh-huh. Talking about will he or won't he? Everyone's talking about Raiola, um, and I'm just um, so tired of hearing it, man. I, I'm well, tired of Raiola. <laughs> Go ahead, sorry. Uh, uh, yes, yeah, sorry, uh, sorry to interrupt you, but uh, Donnarumma is a great uh, goalkeeper, but he still didn't have one Champions League game. Uh, I think for that level of goalkeeper, this is uh, this is not the right thing. Uh, I think he should leave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I'm a Juventus fan, and I want him with Juventus. Like Juventus, uh, always wanted to uh, have Italian players. He's very young. He's uh, delivering very well. So I will love to have him at Juventus. But for you, uh, it seems hard. I think. So, uh, can I ask? So, I, I yeah. think 
if he does leave, it sounds like he might go to Juventus. Um, they've uh-huh. been talked about a lot, but you know that everyone is saying he's going to leave is because his salary demands right now are like close uh-huh. to like 12 million euros or something like that. Are you okay as a Juventus fan with paying him that much because he doesn't <laughs> have that Champions League experience? He's so young. Mm, he's so young, but I think if Buffon will stay one more one more season, he will taught him that. How to play in Champions League, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I yes, uh, the salary is uh, quite high, ten uh, million per season. Uh, Juventus not uh, offering Debala fifteen uh, millions or uh, millions euro uh, every season. Uh, I think Debala f- uh, will leave because of money, but they are Juventus are still. Uh, signing Donnarumma and they will pay 10 million per year. I don't think. Only if they will get Donnarumma as a, a free transfer, uh, it can make sense. But if we will pay uh, him uh, his, I think, any transfer fee, then it's hard. Mm-hmm. But I think uh, we will get him as a free agent, so 10 million per season is fine for me. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's true. That you you do get the benefit. That's the other thing as far as his renewal and everything goes. I, the thing that really pisses me off the most is that um, if he does leave, uh-huh. he's gonna leave. He's gonna let his contract run out, and then he's gonna go to another club on a free. Um, and we are losing out massively there, massively. I mean, he could we could easily get him transferred for. Gosh, 60 80 million euros maybe wow. I mean, maybe even more I, I don't know and so we are losing That's out massively it. and i think it's a huge sign of disrespect from him on um, the player i mean we we made him right like mm. through our academy he's he's our player uh, we gave him his start at 16 years old and now he's just gonna turn his back on the club because we we won't pay him these extremely high salary demands it, it seems very selfish to me um and and it's it's incredibly frustrating to watch him talk about to kiss the badge you know and talk about how much he loves the club whenever he, he's going to turn around and, and kind of screw us over like this well as a Juventus fan i still want him to stay after hearing <laughs> this word from you it's quite emotional i think <laughs> seeing him leave the club but uh, moving on to next topic uh zlatan ibrahimovic uh, this man mm-hmm. always give me goosebumps and after uh, his arrival at Milan, uh, he just uh, changed the whole uh, playing style of AC Milan and mm-hmm. they are playing very well. Uh, I think there is something in the leadership of Ibrahim Vick. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, things, it was like almost like instantaneous. As soon as we signed him last January, um, things turned around pretty much right away. Um, and, and obviously things got interrupted with the lockdown, but then we came out of lockdown uh-huh. and we were the best team in Italy. Um, and, it, and it wasn't even close. And I think that's in large part due to him, right? And this goes back to kind of what I was saying earlier about having a young team. Um, when you have such a young team, it's also important to have those guys that are that are veterans and that are leaders in the locker room. 
Um, and you know, Ibrahimovic is, is easily that guy. He's, he's one of the most well-known players in the world. Um, you know, all the kids on our team grew up watching him and idolizing him. So uh, I think it's great that he's, he's such a strong influence in the locker room and um, probably even more so on the pitch. Um, I, I really like the role he's taken uh, as a player on the field. Obviously he's scoring goals, but he's also um, doing a lot more kind of dropping back and, and playing from the midfield and helping us in the buildup than I think he's done um, in his past at other clubs. I'm sure a lot of that is due to the fact that he can't run as much anymore um, and he just wants to be more involved. So he kind of dips in and plays that almost like a false nine role. I won't quite call it that, but um, but yeah, a great player. I, I'm glad to see he's coming back next season, but I do hope that he's not um, our starting striker again. <laughs> he'll be he'll turn 40 <laughs> in October. And so Man- Manzukic signing him in January was a huge mistake. Um, we we got to get someone young up in there to, to be starting these games um, or else we're going to be crashing and burning <laughs> if we even make it into the Champions League. Well, you, you guys have a god in Milan. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> you should replace him. He can play at this level, I think, at age of 50 as well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, who's going to stop him? Yeah. <laughs> he, he's, uh, to me, he's the kind of guy, he has like, he has that mentality of like, I'm going to keep going and, and I want to be like the best. Um, he's so, like a wine, like fine one. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. even get better and better and better. Yeah. He meant I think, uh, the best players in uh, Syria this season with Lukaku as well. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I as just much meant- as it kills me to say it. <laughs> yeah. So it's really the next thing I was uh, going. Uh, yeah, yeah. Say what you want to say. Oh, I was just gonna say. Yeah, I mean. Uh, the only thing worse than you know watching Lukaku, Lukaku like banging all these goals is, is watching Inter win the Scudetto last weekend. So <laughs> that hurt me. I, I miss Manchester United Lukaku. <laughs> yeah, well, he basically did nothing. <laughs> yes, if we do did nothing at uh, Inter, uh, Milan can win. I think Syria. Oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah. how many games have Inter won 1-0 this year off like a Lukaku yeah. goal? <laughs> you take those goals you guys out. Have to win Syria this season. I don't know why you are uh, at fifth or fourth position. I don't know why. But I was thinking that Milan will win this very easily. I don't know what happened to you guys. It's disappointing uh, yeah. for me as well. Really? Is it because yeah. you knew Juve wasn't wasn't going to win? <laughs> I don't want Inter. I don't want Inter to win Syria. I can see AC Milan lifting that trophy, but not Inter Milan. Sorry. Good, good man. I hate, <laughs> I, I, I hate Inter Milan with all my heart and soul. <laughs> yes, me too, man. Me too. Yeah. They're seeing you guys win it um, than Inter. <laughs> I, I if ten, 10 in a row. It's like what's another one? You've already won it nine times, so. <laughs> It would hurt less. <laughs> uh, this season is almost over. I think only four or five games left this season. Uh, who is the most underrated player in AC Milan? What do you think? The most underrated? Um, yeah. You know, I, I think 
Alexa Salamakers or Salamakers has been pretty underrated this year. The difference, yeah, guys don't talk about him as much, um, and I think maybe rightfully so. He's not he's not a world class player by any means, but um, the difference between him and Samu Castillejo starting on the right wing is is crazy. Um, Salamakers always feels like he's actually involved in our attack, um, and it doesn't feel like you know, whatever kind of buildup we've got going just dies as soon as the ball hits his feet. And that that's how it feels when Cassie. I, I really like Salmakers. I think um, Kier has also been pretty underrated. He had an incredible start to the season. I think that was a big reason of why we were doing so well at the start of the season is he was having a great um, defensive uh, run there. Uh, he's, he's dipped off slightly, but not even that much. My preferred center back pairing is still Kier and Tamori, um, and Romagnoli is supposed to be our captain. But I, every time I see him on the pitch, I, I just, I'd rather see Kier and Tamori. So uh, I, I would say, yeah, Salamakers and, and Kier are the guys that um, have been pretty crucial to this run. Um, there is also one more rumor that uh, it is a possibility to swap Bernardeschi and Romagnoli. What do you think? To What's your uh, your opinion on this transfer? To swap who? Uh, Bernadeschi to Ramon. Oh, yeah. No, I'm not a fan of that at all. <laughs> I <laughs> I've not been impressed with Bernadeschi since he went to Juve. I think he really fell off. And I mean, he <laughs> went he went almost like 18 months or something without scoring a goal. I mean, you can't have that when you're a, a right winger. Sorry, but I beg you, please buy him. <laughs> to buy him? <laughs> yes, please buy him. Please, please, please. I don't no, want man. him. <laughs> you don't. I don't even know how much you really want Roman Yoli, man. <laughs> He'll be. He, he's yeah, kind of you went off. I think you know. Yeah, Juventus is trying to sign him because uh, Kelini will leave, and they want to sell Demiral as well. That's mm. why they were trying to buy. Yeah, I, uh, I don't know. Mm, I, I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't want uh, Romagnoli if I were you, but but I also don't want Bernardeschi. So <laughs> it will be very uh, good if we sign Donnarumma and Romagnoli in the same season from AC Milan. It'll be. Yeah. It would be like that season where we took uh, Bonucci and Iguain from you. <laughs> Look how that turned out. <laughs> So uh, I was when you were uh, naming the most underrated player. Uh, why you didn't even uh, mention Benasser? Sorry, say Benasser. Yes. Um, I don't see him as being super underrated, and I think one reason that I didn't mention him is because he was out for so long um, during the, mm-hmm. the season. He went out in November. Um, with an injury, I don't think he came back in till February, and then he went out quickly again. And so he's just recently, in the last two or three matches, actually coming back into the starting lineup. Um, so that's one reason. But you know, I think you're right. He, he, I wouldn't be surprised to see him go in the next three to four years to like Man City or something on a massive deal. There's already already been rumors that Man City are interested uh-huh. in him. So if, mm-hmm. if he keeps performing, he, he might he might get. the call from them um which would be great because they they can throw a bunch of money at us and I, i'm fine with that but 
but yeah, I, I've been really impressed with Benacer. He reminds me, I, I don't like to make these crazy comparisons, but his distribution and then the way that he, it, it reminds me of times at, as of Pirlo. So mm. I, I love seeing that, of course, in the field, but not, not as good, you know, if anyone's listening to this. I'm not saying he is Pirlo. He's not the same player by any means, but um, I do get, I did get glimpses of that sometimes, which is great to see because um, Pirlo is one of my f- first favorite players whenever I was really getting into the game. And so, uh, mm. and any hint of that is, is, is always great. <laughs> From which, uh, which year you are sporting uh, AC Milan? Uh, when I was in college, it was probably like 2011 or 2012. Uh-huh. So right, right after we won our last Scudetto, yeah. Oh, wonderful. Uh, so uh, the transfer market is not far away. I and uh, maybe in May or so. Uh, which player you want to sell and which players you want to buy in next season? Yeah, I. I there's guys, of course, that I want to get rid of, like. Uh, Castillejo, like I was just talking about, Krunich, I think, um, even Hakan Chalnoglu, I, I wouldn't hate to see him go. You know, same thing with uh, Donnarumma, we're in a big renewal mm-hmm. saga with Hakan right now. Um, I don't think he's as good as the money that he's asking for, and so uh, I, I, it wouldn't kill me to see him leave. He's been he's been bad more often than he's been good um, over the last four years. So very inconsistent and, and if we make Champions League I don't want to see Hakan starting any matches I, he's just not he's not that caliber to me right now and so uh, so Hakan um, Krunic I said those are the main guys those are the that's like the dead weight on our team um, guys that hardly ever play and when they do it's it's mm-hmm. only in like the last 20 minutes of the game um, But as far as people we'd like to see signed, uh, we've been rumored with uh, Icone from Lille right now. Uh, that would be a great signing to me because um, that's a, someone that you know can come in and, and slot right into the, to the starting lineup. Um, and he's in a crucial position that we need right now, which is right wing. We were, we were rumored with Falvin as well from Marseille, but I saw this morning that he signed with Tigres in Mexico. So that, that was kind of a, a sad thing. but. Also been a great player, and Leo's goalkeeper as well. So if Donnarumma does leave, it sounds like we already have a replacement lined up. And that I I forget his name. It's, it starts with an M, but he plays for Leo. He's been their starting keeper, um, and they've had an incredible run this season. You know, it looks like they might snatch the League One title out from under PSG, which would be insane to see given how talented PSG is. And so, you know, taking a, a two or three of their guys, not going to be upset about that because they, they seem to be able to do it against the big competition. So uh, as, as far as other signings, you know, I, I don't always follow, like I follow Milan a lot, but I don't always follow the world of, of football as much as I should. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know all the, the up and coming names, but um, a cup, another right winger that I have been, I've seen us linked to, I don't know how serious it is. It's Anthony from Ajax. He's a, a young Brazilian guy um, and he's been yeah. doing pretty well yeah. at Ajax. Yeah, he's pretty good from what I've seen. I I just watched a game last week, um, mm. just kind of turned it on randomly, I, and I was really impressed. Uh, on a regular basis, I follow Ajax, and if you guys got him, he is a great talent, for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
and these everyone I'm saying is a right winger. So we, we need more than that, certainly. But right winger is, is huge for me. We need him. We need mm. someone on that right wing to start. Um, and so any of those guys would be great. I think uh, another player in the Eredivisie is Danielle Malin uh, from PSV young striker i think he's 23 or 24 years old right now um and he's done really well for himself over at psv i've seen him linked with us um so we'll see how serious that is but an- that would be another signing that i wouldn't be mad about um you know much better than than manjukic <laughs> <laughs> uh, i'm uh, taking too much time off you i think i know you are busy but there are some questions left uh, so who's the best player in AC man this season this season uh Kessie yes. <laughs> I don't even think it's close Kessie has been uh in my opinion our MVP for this season he has been the most consistent performer um and you know people will look at a stat sheet and see that he's Dean or any or anything like that um and so they'll they'll think that he does not belong to be MVP but uh to me he's been the most consistent player in our team our midfield without him looks awful um and so he you know similar to Gattuso almost he's the guy that just goes around and just wins those balls and he can um he can tackle it off of anybody he can enter he can make the interceptions and then he can turn around and drive forward and actually um make some progressive passes uh he has been the most consistent both um defensively and I would even say in the attack as well so I, I've been very impressed with him um and I and I think he'll be the one to really watch um on mm-hmm. on Sunday because you know Juve's midfield I I think we talked a little bit before this <laughs> recording Juve's midfield is looking a little sad right now so <laughs> if he can really boss the midfield uh, I I think that might be the the kind of do or die for this game on on Sunday yeah you just <laughs> mention you with midfield and just gave me heart attack <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's sad man i don't see them playing or juventus just sell them mm-hmm. watching like a guy like aaron ramsey start on your team in like a important champions league match i'd be <laughs> i'd be pretty pretty sad to see that if i was a juve fan <laughs> i don't know why juventus is signing every free transfer no matter what how is the player how he plays they don't know anything they they just find that i'm disappointing now about that so it's fine it's it not hard <laughs> anymore the league season is almost over uh, i hope we will win from you guys <laughs> yeah i hope i hope that we win man i i've got to not I'm not super optimistic. I know I should probably come on here and, and say that I think Milan's going to win. Um but right now things are not looking good. Uh I I don't have a lot of faith in the confidence of this team. I don't think they're they've got a lot of confidence in themselves. Um and that goes back to the mentality thing that I was talking about earlier. So uh we'll see what happens. I mean, I I'm actually predicting a maybe a 2-1 Juve win. um but mm-hmm. but I do Thank I really you. hope that I'm wrong. <laughs> yeah, I I hope I'm wrong. I I think the thing, you know, I think Ronaldo is is really a key here too. 
people have been criticizing him this season for being invisible in a lot of games. And I think that's totally fair. I think he has been, but um, I also think that when it's do or die time, he's the guy that you want on the field because you know he can turn it on and he can make something happen um, regardless of how anyone else on his team is playing. And so now that it is that do or die time and they're going to miss out on Champions League probably if you don't win this game, I think he'll he'll turn it on and he'll really be the X factor for for Juve. Bro, there is a name uh, just pop out uh, in my mind, Andre Silva. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's smashing <laughs> goals after goals uh, in Bundesliga. He's scored as much as goal as Holland. Would you take him back? He's on loan, I think, from AC Milan. Mm-hmm. I would definitely take him back. I don't. I don't think it's a loan anymore. I think they made it permanent last uh, last fall. Sorry. So no, it's it's all right. I wish it was a loan because I absolutely would take him back. And he's been incredible for Frankfurt, um, one of the best scorers in the Bundesliga probably over the last twelve months. Which you know, if you had asked me two years ago if I thought anything like that would happen, I would have said no, of course, because he. He was really awful at my, <laughs> during his time with us. So it's kind of shocking to see him playing this way. Um, maybe it's like the system that they've got over there. I don't know. I haven't been watching a lot of Frankfurt games. Um, but yeah, just given the numbers that he's putting up, I'd take him back in a heartbeat. It's just a bad luck, bro. Like Locatelli <laughs> was in AC Milan. Now he's uh, on fire in Sosualo. And this and- Andres Silva. So, my condolences mm-hmm. with you, my bro. <laughs> <laughs> thank so, you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm looking forward to the game. And uh, yeah, we'll see, see who gets that spot. Yeah. My last question is, what are your ex- expectations for next season? Mm. Man, it's kind of hard to say. Um, I think my expectations will be different depending on whether we actually make champion because of all the revenue that comes with that. Um, so, you know, you can ask me again in, in, in three weeks, but I would say if we make the Champions League, I'm going to be pretty optimistic about also having a good shot to win the Scudetto. Um, I, I think, I don't think we'll go far in the Champions League. You know, if we make it to the knockouts even, I'd be pretty happy. Um, but with the team that we had this season um, and the run that we made, and you know the amount of time that we spent in first place this season if we improve on that this summer which i'm sure we will uh, i think we have a, a shot at actually winning it next year because I, I don't i don't believe that inter will do it again um but i guess we'll see and what kind of signings are made mm-hmm. so thank you everyone uh, he was brody the ac milan fan and i think we will be friends very soon <laughs> uh, awesome so uh, Thanks, Harmon. Thank you for uh, coming, Brody. Thank yeah, you to our day. listeners. Yeah, thank you so much. See ya.